Khalashing for Khalas? Want to buy or find dine? Stay tuned to Chai FM on 101.9. Join Adrian Bugatti for Essen Fresen, Tuesday mornings from 11 a.m., where it's all about the food. Good morning and welcome to the Essen Fresen show. I'm Adrian Bugatti and I am your host. And with me is somebody we've had before, but I felt it was such a long time since we spoke to Natalie that we have her back here. And that is Natalie Joel. And Natalie is very well known in the community. Um, she's had an amazing journey, uh, what used to be called banting. So we're going to talk to her all about keto and banting and her journey with that. So Natalie, when did you start? I remember it's a long time now. Yes, uh, about six and a half years ago, right. I actually started. And I've loved every single second of this journey that I've been on. I admire you because... I am a sugar and pasta addict, so there ain't no way. <laughs> you know, I have cut down, but I just, I, it's amazing. Um, and I know, I mean, I've seen your baking and your website, uh, the Facebook page and everything. So I know that I could get st- the stuff I really like on it. It's just, yeah, I'm lazy and, and it looks like work and I don't do work. Um, <laughs> so you, you just started following the diet and that, and, and you've progressed since then because you're now a coach as well, right? Yes, that's right. I found it's so amazing and so, so contrary to what people think, so easy to follow mm. that, and nobody knows about it because when you do it, people say, but Natalie, what about the long-term effects? And when I started, I thought, oh, they what about the long-term effects? But I'm going to try it. Nothing else works. And what are the long-term effects? My husband's diabetes has been reversed. My extremely high blood pressure has come down. My pain from my arthritis has gone. I can walk up and down steps. I can do up the, the, the safety belt on the aeroplane and on and on. And it's such a miss. Uh, what's the word can I say? It's It's got such ba- a bad rep mm. that I thought there are so many people exactly like me who are also struggling and don't know about banting that I decided to become a coach so that I could help others on their journey to lose weight and gain health. Yeah. I think in the beginning, a lot of people thought this was going to be like a fad type thing, you know, that'll come and go and then, you know, vanish off the scene. But I think it's it's become quite a lifestyle for so many people and not only for the ones who want to lose weight, it's for people who just want to be healthy. Um, I do know that because of the, the lack of flour and stuff like that, the wheat, the cut down on the wheat, that it is good for people with arthritis and things like that. So I do know it's an anti-inflammatory friendly diet. Yes. The problem is, that I'll put it this way. Hello, my name is Natalie and I'm a sugar addict. Yeah. And the, and the situation is that most of us in the standard American diet way of eating, standard Western way of eating, mm. we are all sugar addicts. When I was a little girl, things were not as processed as they are now. Absolutely. Flour was, it's now dwarf wheat. When I was little, it was big half flour blowing in the breeze. And it now it's got extra gluten added. It's got extra things added to make it rise nicer, to make it fluffier, to make it taste nicer, and to make it more addictive because gluten is addictive. 
And when my children were little, everything had colorants. Mm. And some of them were quite badly affected from those colorants. So I, I realized that things had colorants. I had to cut them out. But nowadays, there was such a hue and cry about the colorants. They actually took the colorants out of the foods. Nowadays, everything's got sugar. Yes. And sugar, it's so, it's so sneaky. It's in everything. It's even in smoked salmon. Can you believe it? I bought smoked salmon recently and the ingredients had salmon, sugar. And I thought, what? Yeah. And I contacted people and they said, yeah, everything's got sugar. And I finally found one that doesn't. So it's quite freaky that every single, virtually every single thing has got sugar in it. Yeah. And the problem is we are addicted to sugar, as you mentioned earlier, and changing our way of eating, we actually have to break our addiction. Just like a person who stops smoking and decides, okay, I've had enough of smoking, I'm going to break the addiction. I'm a drug addict. I'm gonna, well, sugar is like a drug. It's the most yeah. drug in the world. Mm. <laughs> but if you test smoke cocaine or anything else and you want to stop it it's it's a hard thing to break whatever you say yeah i think for me with the sugar is that the sweeteners first of all they have the most horrible aftertaste um i did find one that's not too bad so i use it usually when i'm baking but i I just found that they gave that funny aftertaste and they chemicals so you know if you're going to use the chemicals you might as well stick to the sugar quite frankly so to me, that was my feeling on, on sugar. I do have three people in the house who are no longer on sugar. They're using uh, a sweetener that I found I, even I can tolerate. Um, it doesn't have that horrible taste. Which one? The sookie. Um, yeah, that's, that's one of the best ones. Yeah, um, it's also one of the yeah. more expensive ones. Um, and it's just what I did find, though, is that like the one child turned around and said, it's too sweet. So she's actually using less now than she did when she had sugar. So yeah. even, you know, so that is something that has taken a while because previously the sweeteners, honestly, the saccharine and the other stuff that was available has the most horrible taste. And I can taste it in the cold drinks. Okay. Well, I must tell you that 99.995% of sweeteners are not banting friendly. They no. are, as you say are worse than sugar. Yes. Some of them are carcinogenic. Some of them trigger the insulin um, mm. pull in the body without raising the, the, the sugar levels. And they are worse. That's why cold drinks are totally South Africa. There's no, there's no cold drinks that are acceptable to us crazy banters. Because <laughs> they're all not kosher for banting, if I can put it that way. <laughs> they have horribly bad sweetness in them. And they can make you more hungry. They can they can trigger all terrible sorts of things in your body, and it's not worth it. It's really not worth it. Yeah, no, no, that that's true. Um, okay, and then I mean, everybody associates banting as well with like almond flour, which is so expensive. But what other flours are there for banting? I know well, there's plenty. I don't use. Any nut flowers, because one of my daughters is anaphylaxis, which means she stops breathing. Oh, right, yes. She tastes nuts. Mm. So I don't use it at all in my cooking. And I use sunflower seed flour or coconut flour. Okay. But one thing when you follow the banting way of eating is that you don't need those sweet things anymore. You don't need those treats all the time. Mm. And you 
that you have them so seldom that if you do have almond flour, it's not going to be used like you use cake, having cakes in the house all the time. Yeah. The desire and the cravings for this things goes away. So you, okay. it, it sounds, I never believed it when I started, but <laughs> once you break connection to the sugar and the, and the grains and everything, you don't need it. You, you make sure that you eat enough at each meal that you, that you don't need to snack. So you don't have that desire mm. to have things all the time. And it's, it's a totally 180 degrees mindset turn. Okay. Yeah. So, so that I think, I think for most, well, almost any eating plan is kind of a mindset. You've got to get your mind right. It's why those very strict, like I, like narrow diets don't work is because it is such a mind thing. And then people feel guilty for their cheat days or whatever. Whereas I've seen and I've spoken to like banters for a long time. They don't feel the need to, I can't say cheat because it's not really cheat, but they, after a while, they don't have that issue with, I, I would love a chocolate or I would love a thing because your body's kind of more yeah. in tune with itself. Yeah. Not addiction is, is uh, a lot. Whether you are halishing for halas or wanting to bry or fine dine, this is Essen Fressen with Adrian Bagatti. It's all about the food. Welcome back. I'm talking to Natalie Joel and we're talking banting. And we've just been talking about how most of us, without knowing it, have a sugar addiction. Um, you feel you don't. So if you're having tea or coffee without your sugar, but you're putting sweetener in, you're probably just as bad as if you were having sugar. But it's the chocolate craving, the biscuits, the, the, the sweet stuff that we're craving. Two weeks ago, we did a show on gluten eye-opening because how many products had gluten in that you wouldn't think about and you've just said like even smoked salmon has sugar in it's not something you would actually think about that it would have sugar or anything like that at all what else did you discover when you started changing you know you've said you you broke the addiction eventually for the sugar and that your sugar, your husband's sugar came down and or his blood glucose came down and your blood pressure came down and obviously your weight came down because we all know whether we do it or not that sugar and wheat are going, they're carbs. They're going to put our weight up because carbs have sugar in themselves. Okay, more natural sugar, but it's still a sugar. The problem is that everything turns to sugar in the body. The body doesn't see it as nice slice of whole wheat bread that's so healthy i'll go and just quickly use it up and that would be it it turned all wheat all all products all fruits that turn into sugar in the body and after a while that the body says where on earth am i supposed to pack all the sugar and that's when we get all the the anti the the autoimmune illnesses all the autoimmune illnesses are caused from the body not being able to cope because the main in the main hormone in the body is insulin yes. and don't keep our insulin regulated if it's not as it should be then all our issues come and the sugar and the grains and the wrong oils all cause the insulin to spark every time you eat you, you cause insulin an insulin spark in the body and the pancreas after a while says, so i just can't cope i'm just can't cope and that's when people get diabetes pre-diabetes and a lot of the the problems mm. in fact when my husband was diagnosed with diabetes, he was told, I'm terribly sorry, Mr. Joel. This is a, a an illness that gets worse. It cannot be solved. You, things are going to get worse and worse. You'll lose your eyesight. You may lose your eyesight. You may get gangrene. You may get mm. to, yeah, lose your 
bring heart issues and blah, blah, blah. And, and you, you'll start off with glucophage, but you're going to progress to insulin. And this just terrified us. So when we started doing Bantam, we didn't know that it wasn't just a weight loss, that it was a health gain. Yeah. And his doctor did not believe how his sugar levels, how his readings were get, getting better and better. And so finally he said to him, you no longer have diabetes. And then we realized that it actually like um, works, that it's actually a thing. And one of my clients actually was on 22 units of insulin a day. Mm. And he's now year. So it's not an overnight thing. Yeah. But he's now, he's, he's no longer on insulin. He's, he's been told his diabetes is no longer there. His cardiologist is thrilled with him. His endocrinologist is thrilled with him. And he's thrilled with him. So. Yeah. <laughs> And he's, he's doing amazing. And it's all from what he ate or what he didn't eat as well. That right. makes such a difference. Yeah, no, that, yeah. that is, but it is, it is what we put into our body. Um, I, I mean, about, so I'm a nurse, obviously. And so my struggle with banting is as much as I see how many people are benefiting from it. I, I it's, it's a mental block with my nurses training. <laughs> Is that oil? <laughs> so that, that for me is the amount of fats that are included in the diet. Um, you know, because we were always taught, you know, you, your plate's got to have carbs. It's got to have, you know, your vegetables. It's got to have your protein. And, you know, as I'm doing the show and as I'm learning over the years, um, I'm learning we don't need as much animal protein as we thought we did. We don't need as much carbs as we thought we did. We don't, you know a lot of the things are going to have to change. A lot of the nutritionists and the dietitians are having to change the way, their way of thinking as well. Um, You know, and and it's just, I watch people and I admire them because I don't know that I've got that kind of willpower anyway. Um, I've never tried. And I'm not sure I would at the moment try the, the, the banting way of life. I mean, I do like some of the things and I'd like to try and cut down on the amount of sugar we use in our food. And we don't use a lot of processed stuff because processed stuff to me is just, you know, it's chemicals. You're putting stuff into your body. You don't need, yeah. um, you know, healthy food, but I would never go back to the paleo stuff either because that's like also a step back there. Um, so I, I like, would love to find a medium that, that, and is there a way to do that? Are people able to do, Half banting and half normal, or is it like an all or nothing type eating way, way of eating or lifestyle? Well, let me, put it, let me put it this way. If you've got a, a petrol car, hmm. you put in the petrol, it's quiet, it goes, the petrol is quickly used up and you've got to keep filling it up. Yeah. If you've got a diesel car, it's noisy. It takes a while for the diesel to be processed hmm. and you only have to fill it a few weeks. Yeah. So it's as, being a sugar burner and being a fat burner. Sugar burner is you eat the food, it's quickly digested, and then you're starving again two hours later. You've yeah. had your delicious spaghetti bolognese, and you're so full you can hardly get up from the table. But then an hour, an hour and a half, two hours later, you say, I'm so hungry. Why am I so hungry? And you just go looking around for something to eat. If mm. you have a meal that's got animal fat or coconut or whatever oils it is and no sugars, it's just a balanced banting meal. You're full when you get up and you're not hungry again because it takes a while for the body to process the food. Mm. So the problem, if you're going to have the fat in the food and you're going to have the sugar in the food, 
what is your body going to use first? Obviously, yes, yes, yeah. Going to use the sugar. So it's going to use the sugar up in the body and go, so what am I going to do with all this extra stuff? And then just box it all over and you get these fat bumps all over your body from all the <laughs> food, so to speak, because the sugar is used first. We always go for the, the easiest way of doing things. And our bodies go the easiest way as well. So if the sugar's there, it's going to process the sugar for energy first. And yeah. it doesn't care that it's going to be going quickly. And then two hours later, you're going to be starving again. It's, it's there at the moment, the fat and the sugar, and it's rather use the sugar. So the problem is that you can't have sugar and so-called healthy banting food at the same time because if you're doing it for weight loss, yeah. because you you're going to have a problem. If you're doing it for other reasons and you don't mind that you're not losing the weight, yeah. then I suppose it's one thing. But there are, this is as, to go back to the smoking analogy. Just yeah. like you want to stop smoking. But how many people can say, okay, this is my last cigarette, throw out the box, throw out the, the, the carton, that's it. Very few people Very can few, do that yeah. over time. So it's the same thing with banting. If you want to, if you seriously want to get around your autoimmune illnesses to try and get rid of them. It's a life process. This is a lifestyle. It's not a diet. That's yeah, what we yeah. have to realize. It's a lifestyle. So what you do is instead of having three teaspoons of sugar in your coffee every day, you make it two and then you go down to one. You know what I'm saying? You, you do it yeah. gradually because you know what you like and you know what's going to happen if you say, I'm doing too much because you're going to say to hell with it. I'm not interested. Yeah, yeah, so Absolutely. No process. Instead of having four slices of bread with your for sandwiches for school lunch, make it two slices for, for the office or whatever it is. Make it two slices and cut it down slowly. So within a month or so, you will find that you have cut down a lot and then you'll be able to start doing what you want to do because yeah. if not everybody is crazy with sugar like me. <laughs> Yes, the ones that are usually become the coaches. Uh, Yes, so no, it is. And I mean, it's definitely true that cutting down, I mean, we saw it and we just did plain ordinary meal planning. And I'd say mine is now eight years, nine years that I just introduced meal plans into the house, which is in those days unheard of in South Africa. But yet, if you look at any successful diet, call it diet, but it's not. It's a lifestyle change. They all come with meal plans. You go to the dietitian, she'll give you, or he will give you a meal plan. You go to the nutritionist, they will give you a meal plan because meal plan is going to keep you more focused and keep you on track easier. But I found even just plain, I didn't cut out the carbs as much. I didn't cut out sugars. I didn't cut out anything. Uh, some of the family members lost a lot of weight. Um, so, yeah. So I think if you're oh. going to do a diet that is, um, so, like banting and you do it properly, the changes are going to be quite phenomenal when they start happening. Um, yes. But is there a difference? Do you see a difference between the men and the women in terms of say weight loss while they're banting? Oh, unbelievably, unbelievably. Okay, so men, the men lose faster. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, and the women always. <laughs> but it's important to know that up front, because if you're yeah. doing it with a partner, you can get very disheartened and think, what am I doing wrong? He's lost two kilos this week and I've lost two grams. Yeah. You know, 
And you've got to realize it's because men's bodies are different to women's bodies. And yeah. they do lose a lot faster. Yeah. And that's just life. You nothing you can do to change it. It's not worth getting irritated and cross and angry and throwing it all in. Because if you stick with it, you will get down. It just takes a bit longer than a man. Okay. So I want to change slightly. I want to find out what, you know, learning to cook all over again for banting. Obviously, there are things you've got to learn to relearn. You've got to retrain yourself with your yeah. cooking. What yes. was your biggest disaster? Yes. My biggest disaster, as I said, I can't use nut flour because my daughter is anaphylactic. Yeah. And even if she doesn't live at home, she does. We do visit often. She does visit often. And I don't want her to smell nut flour, like particles in the air. Yeah. Like you know, just to drop dead in front of me. That's not yeah, my that's plan. Right. Yeah. Uh, I started using coconut flour and I didn't realize that coconut flour is so absorbent. That you can only use, so say the recipe takes, says two cups of flour, of almond flour, then you only use two thirds. Oh. Or if it's, it's, it's a third of whatever it is you use. So if it's a okay. cup of flour, you use a third, whatever. Some people use even a quarter. So my first things that I made, I used the full amount <laughs> and it was like this dry, revolting, awful thing. And I put on one of my groups that I, I had this, I followed the recipe and I used coconut flour and everybody said, no, 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 you can't. <laughs> so now I tell people, if you use coconut flour, you've got to make sure you only use a third of the recipe. Yeah, what about the coconut flavor? Is it very, I mean, obviously you can taste coconut in it. Well, I like coconut, oh, so it's never bothered. No. So yeah. if people do find it a problem, then they should rather use sunflower seed flour if they can't use nuts. Okay. And and all of this, all of that kind of flour is available, you know, the sunflower. Sunflower seed flour, you actually have to get, or even pumpkin flour, okay. pumpkin seed flour, to get it online, or you make it yourself. Make it yourself. The thing I ever bought, yeah, is a coffee grinder. Have you heard of a coffee grinder? I've never heard of a coffee grinder. Oh, yeah, of course. Before. I think I've you never know, heard, of heard of a coffee grinder. <laughs> I knew about it for coffee, but I didn't know about it for other things. Okay, so I've got a machine that does the, the grinding for me, so it can grind it. It grinds it down into flour. So if I would say Fantastic. I need icing sugar, and I've only got regular sugar, like I think it's ten seconds, and I have a cup of icing sugar from normal yeah. sugar. Fantastic. Like, so Fantastic. yes, I have done it once. I did chicken schnitzels with sunflower seeds that I'd made into the coating with my chicken schnitzels instead of flour. Um, yeah. so, and it was delicious because it had that nutty taste to it, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't done it again, mostly because the schnitzels are expensive. Um, <laughs> but okay. And then recipes that you've made yourself, are you coming out with your own cookbook? I've just got to pluck up the courage and the nerve to, to do it. Yeah. So maybe one day, but not at the moment. <laughs> because, I mean, I'm sure you've made recipes, like you've come up with your own recipes over time, I'm sure, after six yeah. years, yeah. where you've yeah. suddenly thought, well, yeah. I wonder if that works. Yeah. So what's yeah. your greatest success then? Everything works. Everything. If you, if you learn what to substitute for, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I just felt like having fritters, latkes. Mm-hmm. So I had uh, cauliflower rice and I used that with some, 
sunflower seed flour to bind yeah. it and and salt and some onion I chopped into and I fried that and it was absolutely delicious. They even looked like latkes. So okay. a simple thing like that. So uh, potato flour we can potato starch is fine. No. Not not no, fine. potato starch is not fine. Okay. Potato starch is not banting approved. It's very um even though it's got lower carbs than sweet potato, it's it's like petrol. It gets very quickly digested okay. by the body. And you get a quick sugar and then it comes down again and you're hungry thereafter. And it's okay. not working. Yeah. yeah. So I haven't had potato now for six years. Yeah. Sure. That's, yeah. No, no. Look, cauliflower is not a problem. Broccoli is not a problem. I'm lucky to have people who eat quite a lot of vegetables. I do know there are vegetables on the list that are not allowed. So um, I know pumpkin like is not. No. But you can have allowed. butternut. No, the other way. They both benting is more low carb than keto. Okay. Benting it is Yeah, definitely allowed. Okay. You can have okay, so keto they don't protein. really want you having that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Benting follow benting and as I say it works with Howard and me and my clients and I've had no problems and they don't have problems and it goes well. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean like every recipe that's coming into my inbox at the moment because of the season it is is pumpkin. In America. Yeah. Everything is pumpkin. Driving me insane. <laughs> yeah. There's only so much pumpkin you can eat. Um Yeah, there is only you can't have as much as I put in those recipes because yeah. doing it to lose weight then you can only have a certain amount. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. what weight loss Anyway, you can't. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's great. And then there was something I wanted to ask you. Oh, it's gone out of my head now. I'll think about it shortly. Um, so you're going to share with us, um, for anybody who wants to, first of all, re-listen to this interview, it will be up on the website, um, on Wednesday or Thursday so that you can listen to it. And we will post the, brownie recipe that Natalie has, got, has kindly agreed to share with us um, to post onto the website. Brownies are something, whether it has flour or not, I cannot get right. I have no idea why, so I leave it to my children because even the packet brownies don't work. <laughs> okay, so here's a question. How do you get around? So the story is that we are Jews hmm. and we've halachas and we've got things yeah so it's not a diet it's a lifestyle yes so what we have is i make what's called an artisan bread yeah that's flour. i can give you that recipe if you're interested flour yeast salt and water and that's it yes so it's got no sugar it's got no oils it's got no eggs it's just flour and water and yeast and salt okay and if you want that recipe yes and as long as you have the minimum, whatever you, you follow, that's the least you can have for benching. Yeah. It's one piece or one roll, and that's it. Okay. And um, I actually stopped having it because I was finding that, especially over a place of time and thereafter, I was getting terrible, terrible pains in my chest from the, the gluten. So I don't have it at all anymore, but my husband does. You just have that one... You just make sure that you've got hamotzi and you hmm. can bench. Okay. And if you're okay. just having that one slice on Shabbos for the meals, I don't, well, it doesn't, obviously that I can see with my husband, it doesn't, and it, beforehand when it didn't used to affect me, it doesn't make an issue. And the same with 
Kiddish on Friday night. We don't have grape juice because grape juice is just flavored sugar. We have dry wine. Okay. So you have that and look at what alcohol does hold the weight. So you just make sure you don't overdo the, the kiddish. Yeah. And we have, we have coffee. We don't have, um, wine on Shabbos day. We have, we make kiddish on coffee and it's, it's, it's a drink of the, of the, uh, what's it called? Makom. You're allowed yeah. to, who you follow, you can have that. And that's how we do it. We, we, we make sure that it fits into our lifestyle to fit into that. Can't live with because it's a, it's, it's a way of eating to live for, not to die for. <laughs> and we'll return to finish off with Natalie in a few moments. Whether you are halishing for halas or wanting to braai or fine dine, this is Essen Fressen with Adrian Bargatti. It's all about the food. Welcome back. You're listening to Adrian, and this is the show. This is Essen Fressen, and we've been talking to Natalie Joel about banting and that. Okay, so you've told us, like, Shabbos, there are adjustments to make. Obviously, they need to speak to the rabbi that they follow to find out exactly what, you know, they can make Kiddush on and the minimum requirement for Hamotzi. I want to know, we mentioned it earlier in passing, the difference between banting and keto. Okay, so the story is that banting, if you think of maths from 100 years ago when I was at school, we did sets and subsets. Yes. You have the, you have the big thing in the middle and you have parts of it. Yes. So banting is like the whole set. Okay. And keto is a subset. So banting is... Under 50 grams of carbs a day. Some people say under, even under 100, but I don't know how many people still follow that. But if you think about it, that you have a sandwich, and just the sandwich alone is ready before you've even started all the food on it and everything. So we eat a lot of carbs on the Western diet without realizing how much everything is in there. So banting is 50 grams of carbs and keto Hold on, sorry, is under we missed 20 that in grams the recording. of carbs a day. Banting is 50 grams of carbs. You said banting is 50 grams of carbs. And less. Or less. And keto? And 20 grams, 20 grams of grams carbs. Keto, keto that is no pumpkin, there's no butternut. Okay, so no keto is actually carrots. a lot harder. I wonder how many yeah. people would stick to that. Well, I've done it for a while. Pardon? How many people would be able to stick to that kind of lifestyle? It's so difficult by the sounds of things. It's, you know what, it's all, when you start seeing the amazing results, I'm not talking about the weight loss, I'm talking about the health gain. Yeah. So, I mean, as I say, when we started, how I got started was, I don't know if I mentioned it to you, I was a sugar addict. Yes. I was trying to diet. And I was at a dietitian and I was following her meals and everything. And I was losing, but I was still craving chocolates. And I was like scoffing them like it was crazy. Mm. And I thought, I'm going to get hit against chocolates. Didn't realize that things were such a thing as a sugar addict, addict addiction. Oh, wow. One of my children very careful who you go to because you know what can happen when you're hypnotized. And she recommended someone. And I went to see somebody and I told him everything. And he said to me, he's not going to hypnotize me. He suggested I do banting. And I said, what about the long-term effects? And he said, rubbish. Just try it for six weeks. And he told me what to do. And that's how I got going. And here I am six and a half years later, still doing it. Yeah. Because six weeks is not really that long to, you know, to give it a try. When you think about it, it's less than two months. Six weeks on on a specific lifestyle 
Most people can do six weeks. Most people can't. Most okay. people, it's, you've got to have it in your mind. A lot of people don't realize the extreme change you're going to have in the way you eat. Okay. So the bottom line is one has to realize, am I prepared to go and do this, this extreme change? Okay. And then the question is with some of these, I mean, we've seen some of these extreme diets, the detoxing, because you kind of are detoxing, even though it's not like a conscious detox, you're literally, yes. what are you getting those same detox side effects, the headaches and, and all of those kind of things, or are they more subtle than that? No. So when we started, we didn't know about these side effects because oh. what happens is your body's now changing totally yeah. and it's going through this whole, so to speak. And I had terrible muscle cramps in my calves, terrible, terrible. It was like, I couldn't believe this pain. And my husband got ear and ear, such dizziness. And the doctors couldn't work out what it was. And only afterwards that I discovered there's a thing called keto flu. Yes. And that is from not having enough, uh, to be, be from becoming dehydrated and not having enough salt because the actual mm. table salt we have is so salt of everything that I didn't, we didn't realize that you need better types of salt. So once you get yes. that sorted out, making magnesium, because once you change the way of eating, your body holds a lot of water and mm. it doesn't need all that anymore and it comes out the body and that's when you become dehydrated because your body's lacking all this water from not having it anymore. Yeah. And But once, you know, I always say to my clients immediately when we on our first class that be prepared and if this happens, this is what you should do because it does happen. And we are detoxing our bodies, which whether we, we understand it or not, the change in the way of eating does take out all the toxins in the body. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's why I'm asking because a lot of diets, um, a lot of lifestyle changes are, you are changing your entire lifestyle. Um, and you know, whether you're changing the way you're eating or you're changing the way you're living, you're going to have these deficits right in the beginning as your body balances. So like for me, it's always yeah. difficult when they say to yeah. me these eight glasses of water. I'm like, lady, I can barely get two cups of tea in. What are you talking about eight glasses of water? Um, but I do know that on most of the lifestyle changes, you do have to up your intake of water because... Yeah you know, you've got to flush, you know, yeah. and you've got to hydrate. Your okay, body and, needs and, to hydrate. So that's yeah, an important thing. Yeah. And in South Africa, especially because even in winter, it is a, a big issue with dehydration. Um, so that's it. Um, yeah. I, Natalie, I wanted to thank you. We could go on for like three hours on this. <laughs> At least I could, because I find it fascinating. Um, but thank you once again for coming on the show. And we are going to um, connect with you again in the future. You have a Facebook page for people who want to join. Um, what's it called again? I know I'm a living member. keto with living keto with net. And okay. then I've also got another chat that's discussed all sorts of things. It's called Natalie Joel. So they're yes. welcome to join. Okay, so you've got two. So anybody who wants to have a look, there's Natalie Joel and there's Living Keto with Net, which I've been a member of since I think you started it. Because it's, it's, I've always been interested. Um, so thank you very, very much for enlightening us on this important eating, you know, way of life. Um, and for people who are interested in not only losing weight, but especially like suffering from inflammatory diseases, it is something if the pain is bad enough, I think the motivation would be there 
to to do this. No. Um, so thank you once again. You have all been thankfully listening to the SN Freson show um, on High FM 101.9. I'm Adrian Bugatti, and my guest was Natalie Joel.